Welcome to the RV Podcast. This is episode 434, this Valentine's week, and this is going to be shown February 15th, 2023. And this week, we have for you an RV Park love story. everybody this is the rv podcast we're glad you're with us on this valentine's day week and you're in valentine's red i'm pretty impressed I'm yeah pretty impressed. we decided that valentine's day is more than one day it's the whole week yeah. i think we had to make it the whole month of february it is and this is a special valentine's week edition of the podcast because we have a, a great interview that you'll hear later on from a couple who uh, we're both solo travelers, and they went from solo travelers to becoming soulmates, and it's a it's a fun story. Uh, hey, it's the last week for our big giveaway on uh, this collar. Boy, this this collar for Bo has made all the difference in the world. It's a a satellite collar, right? And it transmits to a satellite, and it tells us Joe Bo's position. We get to see on an app where he is, and if he goes outside some boundaries that we've set, it gives him a little correction, and he doesn't go outside those boundaries. It, uh, one of our sites is like five acres on Michigan. We have a fence that we kind of drew on it. Another one's maybe three. Um, this thing is just really cool, and it's, uh, we're giving one away. And it's perfect. You need this. If you have a pet, you need this. If you go to your kid's house, a friend's house, and you want your dog to be able to be off-leash, this is what you need. Yep. So you can win one. We're giving it away. Just go to rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes. rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes. Last week, to, uh, <clears throat> last week to win one. Yeah, that's a hard one. Win one. <laughs> Try saying that. All right. When we come back, our interview of the week, and you're going to meet this uh, delightful couple. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds and competing for reservations, paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. It was for Jen and me. We bought some land just west of Nashville, Tennessee in an incredible collection of mountaintop RV properties called the Woodlands at Buffalo River. These are five to 62 acre properties that allow RVs year round starting at $79,900. And we loved it. The scenery is breathtaking and you can own it outright. It's not a timeshare, it's your property, your way. You can landscape, garden, bring your pets, build what you want to. There's high speed internet and it's so private. It's a great place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations, ready whenever you want. And they're selling these properties by appointment, five to 62 acres, $79,900. Financing, big discounts available on multi-lot packages. For information, visit myrvland.com, myrvland.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Time for the interview of the week. And uh, this week, we've got a couple of guests that we're delighted to share with you. A widow and a widower. And they met at an RV park and... Uh, Fell in love, got married, and living happily ever after in the RV park. Isn't that a great uh, Valentine's Day, uh, Valentine's Day week story? Uh, their wedding cake was pretty interesting. It was. It was decorated with an RV theme. So how how much fun is that? All right. Well, you're going to meet them yourself, and uh, we call on this one from uh, solo travelers to soulmates, loving an RV camp. <laughs> Take a listen and meet Amy. And Thomas. 
Well, joining us right now, Amy and Tom, and uh, with their special story, and happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Same to you. And we so appreciate your sharing your story on how you two met and where you met. Uh, I'll tell you, it's kind of a long story short, but basically I had a dream of retiring and buying a motorhome and uh, spending winters in Florida. And when I retired on January 1st of 21, I had a plan already made and, and reservations made that were going to culminate in Fort Myers, Florida, because I had a friend that had retired the year earlier that lives down here. And so uh, I had all my reservations pretty much made, except I didn't know where I was going to stay when I got to Fort Myers. And so uh, a person that I, I worked with, he recommended the Shady Acres Blue uh, Shady Acres RV Park. Uh, it's on the south end of Fort Myers because he's down there uh, every other week during the winter time. And so I thought, well, that sounds good. And so I've booked a spot here for uh, a week, which was all I could afford on my income. And so, <laughs> so while I was here, uh, Thomas uh, shows up that evening. I'm sitting outside having a, a beverage with uh, Jeff, the guy that had recommended that this RV park to us. And uh, so then Thomas comes by with his little dog, Nikki, and uh, he starts chatting with us because, you know, that's, that's what, what you do, do when you're in Florida. Everybody <laughs> walks by, particularly a dog. A dog yeah. is like an introduction to other people. Yes. So you, you met and talked that that day. And I just want to go back a little bit. You were both widowed, right? Yes, um, I, my husband passed away in 2018. And uh, Thomas, you, you had been widowed how long? Uh, my wife had passed away in 2019. How long had you been married, Tom? Uh, uh, just uh, a little bit over 50 years. Wow. Wow. And, and and how about you, Amy? I'd been married 18 years to, to my husband. who He was 20 years older than me. And I, I think he wasn't really looking forward to the RV plan I had. <laughs> <laughs> so did you used to RV before or this was no. a retirement plan? Well, when I was a kid, we, we camped in very primitive uh, conditions. And so I always had this dream of buying a motorhome. And as soon as I joined the Navy, my family went and bought a motorhome and started <laughs> traveling all over the place. I'm like, well, thanks a lot. <laughs> and Thomas, did you ever RV? Uh, I had a 1968 Winnebago F-19 motorhome in the 70s. Now, you were both solo rv travelers right oh yes were yes me guys, the whole time were you looking for somebody were you looking for love in the rv park or did it <laughs> tell us how thomas from your perspective how did this meeting happen oh no, i was absolutely not looking for love and <laughs> but uh i don't know she really caught my eye for some reason and uh whenever i was talking to him that night and Somebody said that we had to, uh, it was quiet time at 10 o'clock and that uh, we needed to sort of shut it down, you know. And, <laughs> and so I, I told Amy, I said, okay, well, Amy, I'll see you all later. And I started to walk off and Jeff said, well, Amy, I guess I'll go home too. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> caught my caught my attention right away. That Wait, wait who, who is Jeff? Jeff's the guy that I, I knew from, from my job up in Indianapolis that had recommended this particular RV park at uh, Shady Acres, which is now Blue Way. You're talking to a friend, and Thomas, you thought she was with him. 
Yes. It's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Hey. So, so what did you think when you found out that Jeff was just a friend? Oh, that I um, that <laughs> my spirits went up quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a new route to walk your dog. Oh no, it, that's my regular route. Up oh, okay. And 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 she gets me up at seven thirty in the morning, or she used to, to go for a walk. And so oh. the next morning, I was out there at seven thirty walking a dog, and Amy's over there drinking a cup of coffee. So of course I had to go by and say hi. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Amy, from your perspective. Did you did you have any intuition that something was going to develop from this guy that you just had met the day before? Not really. I I was like, he's got great hair. Uh, he's got a cute little dog, but he talks funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he kind of grew on me about the second or third day. I kind of got the feeling he wasn't going away. <laughs> Well, uh, how did this all happen that uh, that you guys uh, suddenly decided that uh, you had found love in the RV park? <laughs> we went, we the first time we, did we go to the casino or did we go to the beach? We, our first date, we went to the, the beach. He, I had a plan. I had, This was on Tuesday or Monday. On Wednesday, I had plans to go out with this friend of mine that had retired the year earlier that I was there to come to see and so Thursday Thomas says well how about we go to the beach so we went to the beach and it was just kind of a, a walk-up kind of a beach not an official beach spot where you had restrooms or anything you know or cassette concessions or anything and and so we had a great time at the beach because it come to the point where it was time we had to get in the water and so we go running down to the beach like a couple of lovebirds on you know uh, some hands. beach show holding hands, you know, into the water, and and here comes a big wave and knocks Thomas on his rear end, and so I'm trying to help him up, and then I get knocked down. So it was just like it was, a couple kids. We took, yeah. we took a beach home in our under in our swimsuit, or at least I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had another date. We went to the casino, but he was leaving on that next Monday. His family came down to get him, and then they were going to Key West for a few days, and so and that was the same day that I was heading out to go back north up to Indiana. Mm. So by the time I got back home, I saw the weather report that it was going to get down to about 28 degrees. And I'm like, I got to, you know, I can't stay here. It's too cold. I'm going to have to, I don't want to winterize this motor home. I'm getting out of here. So I called up Thomas and I said, Hey, it's too cold up here. I'm going to South Carolina for a few days. You want to go with me? And he's like, when are you picking me up? And I said, that'll be the day after tomorrow. Oh yeah, sure. I'll go with you. And so I'm like, are you sure my motorhome will fit in your driveway? And I had a 25 foot motorhome and he's like, oh yeah, that'll fit. <laughs> and so then that summer we took a trip out West. We went to Las Vegas and, and New Mexico and everything, Arizona. And of course we went in like July and August and it was like 108 degrees in Las Vegas. And I decided, you know, if we can handle two months in this little motorhome in this heat, and get along just great. We got it made for life. Yep. Now, one of the coincidences of this is you met in Florida, but you found out you both live in Indiana. Yes. Oh, there's there's a lot of coincidence. <laughs> like what else? Uh, like my name is Ray Thomas, and her name, her her telling what my to... my maiden name is. My full maiden name is Amy Ray. 
Thomas son. So I had the Ray Thomas in my name. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fun. So you did this traveling and it became obvious that, uh, hey, we got we, we can get along. Oh, and yeah. you have children? I have one and he has I have one, one son. Okay, so each have one. What did your kids think as they watched this budding romance? I Mine really wasn't too, too, didn't really matter to him at all, but Thomas's family is pretty serious. Yeah, well, my son didn't mind. They have a tight family. But, but, but my the grandkids and the great-grandkids, um, they were a little disappointed that I live 100 miles away from them now. They were used yeah. to him being around all the time. Yeah. Now, you both had RVs. You had a 25-foot motorhome, Amy. What did you have, Thomas? I had a uh, a 30-foot fifth wheel that I left here in Florida, and then I just drive down to it in, in the 1st of January. So you were snowbirds, and Dallas, yeah. let me just jump forward. Now you both are in the same motorhome. What did you get? We bought a Coachman Freelander 27 QBF, so it's on the Ford chassis. A and no slides. We love it. We absolutely love it. A Class we were, C. Pardon me. A Class C motorhome. Yes, oh, yes, yes. And we were, when we were this summer after our trip out, uh, we went out west again. We went to Mount Rushmore and Devil's Tower, and we decided that that was great for a couple months, but Florida for four months down here, it's like mm. that little motorhome was going to get too small real fast, and we needed a bed we could actually walk around and make without Thomas having to wear <laughs> elbow pads on his elbows to keep from bleeding to death in the process <laughs> of making the bed. <laughs> And well, we love this little motorhome. No slides. It's just perfect so for us. Tell us about the marriage. And uh, we have a picture of your wedding cake. And uh, <laughs> we'll put a picture of that up on the video version of the podcast. But for those who are listening to the audio, what, what was on the wedding cake? We had the reception at the state park. And it's like, well, you know, we're going to be camping. We were camping there for three days. And it's like, you know, we're too old for some fancy smancy little bride and groom wedding cake, you know, and we're doing it at a campground, you know, so let's just, I told the, the baker that made the cake, I'm like, just do like a campground theme with, you know, if you can put an RV on there and a campfire or something, you know, that would be great. And so it was a delicious cake and it was really unique and, and beautiful and everybody thought it was really cool. And we did too. We did too. <laughs> I thought it was really cool too. I saw a picture of it and I thought, what a fun cake. Many happy <laughs> campfires it said. Well, let's let's round this out a little bit for other people who are out there. There's a lot, we, we meet so many solo travelers. Many are widows and widowers like you two. And I would I am, I'd like to encourage others to not be afraid of, of of getting out there. And if you're camping solo, you can't be afraid anyway. So, you know, just be open to to getting out there and, and talking to people. And if somebody wants to, you know, sit down and have a coffee with you, then, you know, hey, you never know what might materialize. <laughs> well, what's next for you guys? We're, you're, you're down there, Florida uh, snowbirding, and then back to Indiana when it warms up, I suppose. But yep. what are your travel plans? Well, we have some friends that uh, live in upstate New York, and we haven't been out east yet. And I have a hankering to go to the to Maine because I really would like to eat lobster until I'm sick of it. <laughs> and so I think we're going to try to plan a trip uh, up to east to 
to upper upstate New York at least, and who knows where else we'll we'll get from there for this coming summer. Because Lord knows we can't stay home and let that motorhome just sit in the driveway. No, you can't. <laughs> well, what a delight to have met you guys and to have heard your story. And uh, it's just the perfect Valentine's Day story to sell uh, to send on the uh, podcast this week. I think uh, a lot of people will will look forward to it and. We hope we run into you guys on the road someday and we can share one of those many happy campfires with you. I hope so too. That would be awesome. Yeah, that that would be great. I'll be watching for you. Well, there you go. You never know who your neighbors will be in that RV park. You never do. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a, it's just a fun story. Hey, we love collecting stories about interesting people and uh, stories that uh, you hear on the road. If you got something we should chase down for the podcast, it would make a good interview. Why don't you use our private email to let us know Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. We would love to, uh, to hear some, some other stories like that. All right. We come back. Uh, we've got new travel tech and how to plan an RV trip, you're going to like this. Stay with us. The one thing that can ruin a perfect RV trip is a bad mattress. And believe us, we know. Over the years, we've tried many and found them all wanting. Until now. Now, we sleep on the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Quite simply, it's the best we've ever slept on. We chose a queen-size Aurora Luxe medium firm mattress, and it arrived tightly rolled in a box. All we did is put it on the bed, unroll it, and wait for it to recover from the compression. Oh, does this ever feel comfy? It's so cushiony. Then we put on the sheets and the bed covers, and we found ourselves ready to order another one for our home. That's how comfortable it is. That first night's sleep was luxurious and deep, and it's been like that ever since. The RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding comes with a 120-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty. Shipping is free. If you're disappointed with the current mattress in your RV, you owe it to yourself to try the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. Something else that's very important is that Brooklyn Bedding manufactures all their RV mattresses in their own factory in Arizona. This means they're able to use premium materials at a reasonable price for you with no middleman bringing up the costs. And right now, if you visit rvmattress.com slash rvlifestyle, you'll get 20% off your mattress with the code rvlifestyle. Again, use the promo code rvlifestyle for 20% off the cost of the RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding. We're sure you'll be as thrilled with your RV mattress by Brooklyn Bedding as we are with ours. It really is the most comfortable mattress we've ever slept on. One of the most exciting developments for RVs is happening out west in Arizona. Western Land and Ranches is selling five-acre high-elevation ranches just off the famous Route 66, the birthplace of the American road trip. Prices start at only $39,900, and these are beautiful, secluded tracts of land surrounded by majestic mountain ranges with sweeping valley views. The high elevation is a unique microclimate as well, giving you cooler temperatures, green grasses, and tree cover, making it unique for 
desert property. The community is in the center of it all, close to the best of the West, Grand Canyon, Las Vegas, Lake Havasu, Lake Mead, Lake Mojave, the Colorado River, Flagstaff, Sedona, and Historic Williams. If you're tired of crowded RV parks and paying high fees for sites, well, ownership might be right for you. This incredible collection of mountaintop properties called Greenwood Ranches hit the market and it's selling out fast. There is no HOA. You can build a house, a cabin, outbuildings, or just RV. It's your property, your way, 100% ownership. Visit the website to get details and set up a showing, ArizonaRVLand.net. That's ArizonaRVLand.net. Welcome back, everybody. It is now time for the new travel tech segment. Uh, this is uh, drawn from the pages of NewTravelTech.com. That's our sister blog that celebrates everything that's uh, uh, how technology enhances the RV travel and all sorts of travel, not just RV. Um, this is a, a pretty interesting story, but I want to tell you, we've got a new sponsor coming on that sponsors this segment, and it is uh, now the exclusive internet provider for the RV lifestyle. This is how we get our internet on the road with this gizmo right here. This is known as the Nomad Air, and it's a, it's a modem. It's not a hotspot. It's much better than a hotspot. It is extremely uh, fast internet service. We have been testing it now for several months as we've traveled around the country. Very high speed, uh, unlimited data, no caps, unthrottled, uh, and it is perfect for remote workers, um, for full-timers, for people who demand reliable internet on the road like we do. Uh, it's, it's a great thing. It's not for everybody because the modem itself is pretty expensive. It's a very, it's, it works on the C-band part, this new uh, spectrum that is open. Verizon has bought a ton of that and is probably leading in the implementation of it. It's an extremely high-speed part of the uh, cellular frequency band. And if, if uh, C-band isn't available, it defaults to uh, 4G. It also works with 5G. Um, about $129 a month. I think that's what we pay. Yeah, and we've become quite dependent upon it. I love the size of this. It's not huge, humongous. It's not awkward. We can stream movies, whatever we want to do, send the videos out. It works great for us. Yep, so th uh, this is what we have, and we're delighted to have them as a sponsor. Uh, you can learn more about it at rvlifestyle.com slash nomad rvlifestyle.com slash nomad and um, we're very pleased with it and have before we brought them on as a sponsor we really checked this thing out and for three months uh, this has been our exclusive way uh, all the live streams that we've done and many of our ask us anything's on the road it's an hour-long live stream it's all was done through uh, through the uh, modem uh, that you just saw that uh, nomad air and they're um, they're very reliable service so we're delighted to have them aboard Okay, well, this is the time everybody's planning their travels, right? And we need all the help we can get, and uh, we like what we have found yep. because you don't need a whole bunch of apps. You can do everything with one. This is the RV Life Pro uh, subscription. It's um, a monthly subscription. Now, the, there's lots of different ways you can get it, but the best way is through us because we'll give you a discount uh, with our code, but it's 59 bucks a year. And it's really four different apps in one. But the one that we want to focus on right now is for those of you who are planning your trips. This is awesome. Uh, it's uh, called the uh, Trip Wizard. We've been using it for several years now. And it is our absolute favorite RV trip planning tool. 
Um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit how it works? And you remember the how you used to do how it. I used to do it was I'd get a piece of yarn and a map, and I'd be trying to follow the road with the uh, yarn and see our 300, 350 miles for that day. But this just is awesome. How you you get a circle, certain distance, and uh, everything you need in that circle is right there. It draws a distance ring. Uh, on a map to show you where 330, 330 miles is or 350 miles or whatever it is you want to go. And then it's really cool because, okay, so as you say a city, that's, that's no, I don't want to travel any further than that. Then you can use the other part of that, their RV Life campground reviews. Yeah, not to have to go crazy trying to find a campground, but to have campground reviews readily available where you're going and you don't have any surprises then you, you can say oh well let's try this campground because here's you know what the reviews say and then it, it's really neat because it will generate for you a gps uh, rv friendly map that is really great so you don't get stuck on a road that you know you're down 20 miles and then you find there's a bridge or an overpass that's too low and you gotta somehow back around and go way out of your way it's, it's a map that's geared towards your RV. You enter in that data about your RV. And then something that you like, Miss Detail Person, is your maintenance tracker. Yeah, when you need to do different things to service your vehicle so that you're not surprised out there on the road. Yep, now to be clear about this, you get all of these tools with one RV Life Pro membership. And we think it's a very reasonable price. I mean, I think if you check it out, you'll agree the price is actually cheap continue, considering the value it gives you. It costs $59 a year if you purchase the annual membership, and that's less than 5 bucks a month. And if you purchase that, you've got a seven-day trial period to make sure you like it. Right, so you can mess with it, do a couple of routes, and just keep those routes that you've got. And if you don't like it, you can cancel it. But uh, if you went just month by month, it's like 19 bucks a month and uh, it doesn't include that free trial so by all means that 59 bucks a year is great but we have a discount code too if you use the the code rv lifestyle you can take 25 percent off the price so that is pretty good um and uh, what's really good is that your price will get locked in too so uh you know you don't have to worry about future increases anyway check it out it's uh it's a great tool this is the time everybody is starting to plan we really like the trip wizard uh, when we're going to make a long distance trip short distance trip as well <laughs> yeah but i mean long distance you know like yeah naturally long distance but any kind of trip to know where what you need is yeah we just did it you know uh we looked it up and when we went to from michigan to florida down for the tampa rv show and we did we decided we wanted to follow our own advice and not travel too far and i just love those distance rings that it, you just said it. i, I want to go show me where i would stop if i went 350 miles and then i can find the all the places around it and uh, it's very helpful it makes life simpler it makes life simpler and we're all about that all right hope you like that and uh, again uh, you can you can find it right uh, from the link in the description below uh, go to the rvlifestyle.com uh, uh, slash partners uh, page and you'll find the link to it as well there but it's called rv life pro we couldn't be happier with it. We'll be right back with the RV News of the Week. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just want to shop. In fact, 
Uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it, as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back, and now it's time for the RV News of the Week. This is a story, the first story we wanted. It's been going all around the Internet, and there's been, I think, some unreasonable uh, panic or sensationalizing of this. And it has to do with a couple of bills that are pending in South Dakota. And let me give you the backstory on this. Um, one of the things that full-time RVers need is a permanent address. And so South Dakota has been one of some several states that have set up ways that you can register uh, to be a, quote, full-time resident of South Dakota. And uh, this, why would you want to do that? Well, the state has no income tax and has very low vehicle registration fees and all these mailbox services have yes, set up there. You need a place to get your mail. Common question when you're full-time, how do you get your mail? So so that is a having residency there. Uh, these mailbox places will then gather and collect your mail, and then they'll send you an email, and you can check and see what you want them to forward on to you or open up or show you. Very handy. But um, South Dakota has all these other... One other thing, you can then vote in elections and that is where the problem is becoming because there's two bills in the South Dakota legislature that would change and remove the right to vote in South Dakota unless the person physically lives in that state and then it would require a real true physical address for other legal purposes too so there's thousands of people who've been living there and I think they had been... I'm sorry, they've not been living there, but, but they can vote there. They can vote there. Yeah. And you can see why they've been thinking about this for a long time, that all these people have the opportunity to vote in their state when they don't live in the state full time. And uh, that's just not a good thing. Yeah, so uh, these bills are just being proposed. Uh, the Escapees Club is one of several groups that helps RVers establish South Dakota residency for legal mail and voting purposes uh and it's been hearing a lot from its worried members but i just want to point out that they're not yet law and whatever if ever gets passed may be much less restrictive than what is being proposed now but personally i think that it makes sense not to have people voting in local elections who have no real physical ties to the locality it that's just doesn't that's just not that's right. That's asking for trouble. Now, national elections, you know, that's a different story, you know. But the only one that really counts is the presidency. You shouldn't be able to vote for a senator from South Dakota if you don't really live in South Dakota. That's just my thoughts. But you should be able to get your mail there and make that your permanent address like that. So, anyway, lots of controversy on that. But don't panic yet because it hasn't passed. 
And the next story is something that maybe you think about, maybe not. And that's, uh, everybody knows you're not supposed to, like, feed the bear and feed the wildlife in the national parks. But um, there's been some thinking about feeding the birds. Have <laughs> you wondered if it's okay to feed the birds? Well, they just um, had some research done, and it shows that feeding the birds healthy bird food is completely okay. So no giving them the Cheerios and the potato chips, but if you want to carry some good bird food along... You can feed the birds, and a lot of people have so much fun. Chickadees, you can put food in your hand, and the chickadees will come eat out of your hand, and it's a fun thing to do. And if you give them good, nutritious food, it's okay to do that. This was particularly uh, applicable to uh, Lake Tahoe and the mm -hmm. California-Nevada uh, border, uh, where people do that a lot, as they do it in many places. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Seeing wildlife is one of our favorite things. So. Oh, I think everybody, that's half the fun when you're out there on the road. You want to see all these different things. And having a chickadee eat out of your hand, that's great. So you can do it. And don't let anybody tell you it's not good for the birds. Uh, don't do it with bears. <laughs> out of your hand? <laughs> yeah, might, not have, might not have a hand. Not a good idea. Uh, hey, here's another story that got people all upset. And I remember us saying, calm down. It hasn't happened yet. Let's see what goes on. And this is out in California. And it, it stemmed from somebody, some Karen out there, complained about Harvest Host wineries that were allowing people to camp there. And uh, so the, the good folks of San Luis Obispo County got all up in arms about it. And um, they said, well, you should be paying these fees. Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to camp there. You're not a campground. And uh, a bunch of hearings were said, and as the good news on this is that if you enjoy overnight camping in a winery or a family farm in California's San Luis Obispo County, go right ahead because you can do it. Uh, the County Board of Supervisors approved a resolution that allows dry camping, um, and uh, that's fine. We, again, we wrote about this uh, where people were accusing Harvest Host of uh, operating illegal campgrounds. Yeah, I think only three people can stay at a time. Uh, yeah, three people, three, three RVs different at RVs. a time, one night. Uh, you can only stay one night, and you have to have a membership uh, in an organization like Harvest Host, um, so, uh, so you're not paying nightly camping fees to that uh, business. Uh, and it also uh, specified what kind of businesses could do that, and it there's a bunch of them, wineries, olive oil production sites and tasting rooms, family farms, things like that. So um, no big deal, uh, but it could have been, I guess. Uh, so if you like Harvest Coast, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, check it out. We, uh, we've got a good discount on Harvest Coast memberships, a great way to stay across the country, just rvlifestyle.com slash hh. All right, now we've got a story about a rare mushroom. I've never heard of such a thing as this before. If you find yourself camping on or near a Texas state park, you can see if you can find the special mushroom called Devil's Cigar. It's one of the rarest mushrooms in the world. And this mushroom, it's also called the Texas Star because of its shape. And it makes a hissing sound and spews a cloud of spores that puzzle scientists. And uh, the mushroom has been found at a state park not far from San Antonio. So that'd be fun to find one of those. And everybody's really excited, excited about this rare find of this mushroom. It's uh, it's like it's that's the only place in the world, isn't it? Well, can you uh, can you eat this mushroom? Uh, no, you can't eat it. 
It's not poisonous, though. No, not poisonous, but you can't eat it. <laughs> okay. So it's pretty rare, and uh, so just don't eat it and enjoy the hissing sound. No eating of hissing mushrooms. <laughs> okay, won't do it. The, 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 what do they call it? The Devil's Cigar? The Devil's Cigar. And the Texas Star. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. All right, that's the RV News of the Week. When we come back, the RV Questions of the Week. Thanks for being with us. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And it'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium welcome back everybody time now for the rv questions of the week what's the first one okay the first one is from denny and the question has to do with rv renovation i noticed in your rv video tours recently that recent uh, tampa florida rv super show that many rv interiors have changed to lighter wood tones and many white styles depicting a trend to mimicking home decor we have a 2011 daymont challenger class a the interior is all pristine mahogany wood from front to back. But the feeling uh, we get is dark and closing in on them. And so for the past month, this Denny has been painting all the cabinets in the kitchen area bright white. And now everything is open and airy like the new RVs at the show. Renovating homes increases the value. But Denny's not sure about renovating an RV. I heard that RV dealers do not take improvements into account when trading in or buying the vehicle for resale. So Denny is interested in what are, are your thoughts on the subject? Well, RV dealers don't want to do take anything into account that increases the value because they want to buy it from you at as least price they can so they can sell it at the highest, right? <laughs> Uh, now, if you sell it under on a contingency basis, or uh, you know, with these guys, then it might work out pretty good. Um, I don't think it really increases your value at all, because even though it may look nice in your eyes, that wasn't the original. And uh, uh, you remember, you know, you still have like a, uh, it's it's 2023. Yours is a 2011, so a 12 year old RV. Um, with that dark mahogany, I don't blame you. That was kind of the look back, you know, back then, and now it's all light and airy. So I think where you will see the value is if you sell it yourself, because it's more contemporary. It looks cleaner, and that's the way you really should sell your RV. If you're giving it in as a trade-in, I don't think it's going to add at all to what uh, what the dealer will offer you. But if you're selling it yourself, I think it will help. Don't I you? I think you're right on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, then there's another question. This is from Ted, and he says, do you put your slide out when you're going on an overnight uh, in a casino parking lot and you're still hooked up to the truck? 
and he wants to know if you can put your slide up. Uh, probably a larger question is, is when you are overnighting in a place like a casino uh, or a Walmart or a Cracker Barrel, can you put your slide out? It's kind of the same thing. Uh, first of all, when you're hooked up to your truck, you're not really level. You might be tolerably level, but the more unlevel you are, uh, the more strain it puts on your slide outs. If you have a really big slide out, it's obviously more strain than just a little slide out. But then a lot of these RVs, if you don't have your slide out, you can't use your, your bedroom um, or even your kitchen perhaps. So you gotta put a slide somehow out if you're gonna overnight in it. So the answer is, yes, you can. Um, you, what you really don't want to do is put down your levelers unless they're, because they end up making divots in the parking lot. Uh, so put them out, you know, if you, if you have to use them to get in, try and find a place where you're not bothering anybody else. What they don't want you to do is to bring out lawn chairs and, and you know, I'm talking about like a Walmart or a Cracker Barrel, lawn chairs and grills and all that stuff. They just want you to overnight there. Uh, casinos, most of them have RV parking and they're fine with it. So if you're, if you're, if, if you're there, if you're in a casino parking lot, yeah, you can put your slides out. The only issue is how big are your slides and how unlevel is the ground? Because you don't want those slides to go out if you're really out of level. And should you really be putting out your slides if you don't have your levelers down? That's what I'm saying. Uh, the yeah. levelers kind of help it. it. Sometimes, you know, you, you're in a flat parking lot and, okay. then, and you're close enough, it's not going to bother anything. Mm -hmm. But if it's really off, like when I the other night when we stayed at Comet Troy's and we just left the truck hooked up, we came in late at night and we were on level, I wouldn't have been able to put the slides out because it would have been the slides would have been all at an angle. So if you're flat, if you're reasonably flat, uh, then uh, put the slides out. Um, if you don't, if you cannot put them all the way out, that's a little better than putting them all the way out. But uh, the, we had this question posed on our Facebook group and the consensus overwhelmingly was yes it's okay to do that just try not to be obnoxious about it and uh, you know and leave as early as you can the next morning so hope that helps uh, a lot of this you got to figure out the circumstances you know late at night you're leaving in the morning nobody's got, you're not going to cause any issues go for it but be smart about it don't offend people a little common sense <laughs> a little common sense all right, you got comments, you got questions, anything you heard in the show uh, this week, just send them to us. Our private email is mikeandjen at rvlifestyle.com. And uh, that wraps up our Valentine's edition. Thank you guys so much for watching. Happy trails. <laughs>